On this episode of the Back of the Pod, we talk about big old big band going around the field, throwing things out of control, and the Packers win. If you haven't already, hit subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at the Packers Pod. Third down and seven. Rodgers backs up. Throws. Adams, touchdown, Green Bay. Hey there, everybody, and welcome back to the Pack It Up Packers podcast. This is Ryan, joined, as always, by Josh and Dan. Hello, gents. Hey, 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 hey. Three and one. Three and one. Yeah, it's it's crazy right now. Uh, outside of the Arizona Cardinals being four and zero, everybody's three and one and worse. So even with the craziness of the Saints game, we're right back in it. And I still don't necessarily trust this NFC North. So maybe this is a good thing. Yeah, the Bears are second. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel good about that game coming up in two weeks, but. Yeah, we uh, we got back on track. There's a lot of things to be excited about and a lot of things to fix, which is also good. Since we recorded, uh, Zedarius went and had surgery and MVS went on IR. Yeah. And, and who Jair knows with and, Jair. Oh, man. Oh, well, we I were talking about the bone. game. This was between, this was oh, between oh. our last recording and the game actually starting, guys. <laughs> Come on, get with the program. <laughs> So let's jump into it. Packers win 27-17. It was one of those games that I never really felt as though, I mean, the first quarter was a little iffy and weird, but then from the the remainder of the game, you felt as though Packers were in control. Yeah, maybe the Steelers would score a, a kind of a garbage time touchdown, which they did. But ultimately, it's just like, you know, I don't know how much credit you can put into this game because we're going to start with our defense and... We talked about it in the preview pod. It's been talked about throughout the NFL. Big Ben just ain't Big Ben anymore. And if you rewatch some of those throws to Juju, who should have had uh, at least one more touchdown, uh, this O-line of the, the Steelers just couldn't handle Big Kiki and Rashawn Gary sightings. Woo! Stokes Ooh. got his interception, but then kind of good news, bad news, Jair heads off on the cart to the locker room. So what do we make of this game? How much kind of emphasis can you put onto it? Knowing that the Steelers really don't have a quarterback. Yeah. Hey, experience. I mean, this was a game of experience. I, I get it was, you know, the green Bay Packers pretty much had control the whole entire game. I mean, yeah, we fell behind early, but you, you just felt like it was our game to lose. Um, I, I love that this was a game where Stokes made some mistakes and quite a few, honestly. Um, but he also made great plays and finished the game with a great play. Um, so, I mean, we saw a lot more of Orrin Burks uh, on the field, which he played. He played decent, okay. You know? I mean, he did. He 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 filled holes correctly. Uh, he, he even got some, uh, I think, one or two tackles for loss, one tackle for loss. Um, I mean, it, it was a decent game by the defense, but like you said, Big Ben ain't Big Ben, and that's a majority of the reason why we looked better. Yeah, they had open guys that Ben just missed, 
And if I honestly wonder if they had their backup quarterback in, if they would have beat us because they got guys open. Um, and our defense didn't tackle as well as what we had hyped them up for. Like they, they went after Eric Stokes and he showed that he's got a, a little bit of a tackling issue that we're going to have to address. And then Shannon Sullivan didn't tackle all that cleanly either. So they got some things they're going to have to clean up. I mean, you you look ahead at the Bengals wide receiving core without Jair and not just the coverage aspect of it, but we're going to have to tackle some great athletes. So Deontay, jo- Deontay Johnson of the Steelers put some things on tape that concern me, but we got through Stokes got his pick, but Ryan to your good news, bad news, like Stokes's pick cannot be put in the same like opposite side of the coin as Jair getting hurt. Like, they are just two dramatically different levels of impact, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I mean, there's – I love Kenny Clark. I think he's continuing to just kind of be that solidified guy, and I don't feel like we talk about him as much. Um, And I know that, you know, relative to what Aaron Jones did, Najee Harris did pretty much the same, but – for a group that struggles with the run, that's become my big focal point of we've gotten steadily better. And it's just yeah, it's so, so tough because there was probably six or seven throws that were not remotely close for Big Ben. Like when you have announcers going, oh, yeah, yeah, that wasn't where he wanted it. It's like when you repeatedly say that throughout the broadcast, it's not a yeah, good situation. And so looking a little bit ahead, and I know, Dan, you brought it up in text. When your next game is against the Cincinnati Bengals that are all speedsters, every single wide receiver can run, and Joe Burrows is playing with a heck of a lot more swagger, and he will hit these receivers if they're open. It's just it's something that, you know, we've we've gotten bit by the injury bug and we face teams throughout the last couple of years. You know, we miss Garoppolo. We miss Mahomes. We miss like a lot of big names that should have been big games because of injury. I think our time is coming soon because this defense, if anything, is depleting very, very fast. Yeah, it's going to be tough. It's definitely going to be tough, but I, I mean, this wide receiver crew was very good. I, I mean, Deontay Johnson is, I mean, he was running routes like Devonte Adams. I mean, he, he looked good. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't put it too much, he- too, too heavily on the corner play. Um, you know, Yadam, is it Yadam? Isaac Yadam? Sure. Yadam? Yadam. Um, you know, it, it, he looked rough. He didn't look like he was, knew what he was doing, you know, a majority of the time he was out there. Um, but I, I have hope. I mean, with, with our defensive line, the way they're playing, even though we don't really believe in, you know, one of the defensive our outside linebackers right now, I mean, they're putting pressure. They're putting pressure on the quarterback. You can't ask for much more from the defensive line than what they've given us in the past couple of weeks. And, and let's face it, boys, the Packers are getting turnovers. I mean, this is a new consistent trend that we're seeing from our defense. Uh, I'd like it on record that Rayshon must be a listener because as soon as I jumped off the bandwagon, he's starting to put up some statistics, and I'm okay with that. So I'm just going to forever be off his bandwagon on his <laughs> on his Hall of you Fame career. You are the career. curse. On his future Hall of Fame career, I will just be anti-Rayshon now because I was on his boat for two and a half years. Uh, no, Ryan's point about Kenny Clark, 
playing a beast of a game. I mean, he was my MVP coming in, and he caused that kind of havoc. He didn't make like a splash play that gives him MVP status, but I think we cleaned some things up. Uh, Stokes, I'm, we, we can't just run over Stokes. We have a dude in Eric Stokes, and it's early, and he's going to get burnt a couple times, and mm-hmm. he's going to have some issues, but uh, Aaron Rodgers complimented him on the Steelers running out route after out route after out route, and I guess he's standing next to MVS on the sidelines. This is Rodgers. He's like, they're setting him up for a double move. They're setting him up. And the double move came in the third quarter, and Stokes ran right in his hip pocket. Like, no problem. Knew it was coming. And Josh, you were right like two, three weeks ago before even the Packer beat writers were on it, but we got a guy in Devondre Campbell. The guy is playing the run and pass beautifully. And if we can get Barnes back, if we can get, you know, King back just to replace Jair for the time being, we have a defense that is causing enough turnovers. They're giving enough, you know, uh, uh, the word pressure comes to mind and that's not it, but they're doing enough to not let the other team score 30 and then let Rodgers go get 30. And we can be a very competitive team with that mantra. Yeah, and they're not letting the offense control the pace. Like, I do want to bring up Campbell. Uh, I know Josh has, I believe, about to get. Uh, is it this weekend? You're getting the Campbell tattoo. Is that what you decided on? I already got it. The dresser <laughs> down, down, <laughs> draping down my hands, growing your hair out now. <laughs> but he is. I mean, we we talked multiple times last year about how we missed a Blake Martinez character that we need a guy that just tackles and Campbell right now is third in the NFL in solo tackles. Like he is doing what he needs to do now. Can he stay healthy? That's our biggest concern because as the boy next to him, Barnes has shown over the last two seasons, everything's up in the air, especially when you play that aggressive as Campbell does. But your point, Josh, you were way ahead of this. I mean, to say, I, after week one, and I know we shouldn't say that, or even coming into the season, let's be more fair, and said, hey, a quarter of the way through the season, Campbell's going to be a top tackler in the NFL. I don't think we would have said that. So credit where credit's due. I, I would have never I would have never said that. I would have never guessed <laughs> in a million years. I would have debated if he was getting on the field. And, and yeah. that holds true for let's talk about the Packers offense because I have to go hand up on Randall Cobb. I said I'd prefer Devin Funches over Randall Cobb. And I think we all did, yeah. I mean, this this week he statistically produced really for the first time, but he looks legit. He looks fine out there. Like I, I did not expect that out of him. I, I didn't think he was like ready to retire, but I didn't think he had this in him still. Yeah, he looked fresh. Uh, I mean, he didn't look fantastic. He wasn't wide open on on any of his routes but they were solid routes he, he did what he had to do and he caught the ball and made the play uh i mean having that i mean we all you know i thought alan lazard would be the one that showed up and he did have a pretty decent game but i mean randall right. cobb stole the show uh you knew someone is someone is going to have to carry the torch i mean how the steelers played adams we're gonna see that a lot more they had double underneath. They had double over top. They were switching it zone to man. You're going to see more of that because they have the teams have to slow down the Rodgers Adams connection. If they don't, you're going to lose. Can we so, talk about that for a second? Because 
they did everything they could to take away Devontae, and he still had 11 targets with six catches <laughs> yeah. for 60 yards. Like the fact that that was shutting down our number one, six for 64, a lot of yeah. teams like would love to have that problem, right? Oh, mm-hmm. our number one only gets six catches a game. <laughs> That's how good he is. You're, you're right. Lazard played well. Uh, my uh, sneaky dark horse MVP of Mercedes got his catch. You know, I didn't think he'd get <laughs> I didn't think he'd get his catch. I was just trying to feature him in the run game, but he got his catch, he got his due. Uh but Rogers also missed some guys. I mean, he finished with a quarterback rating of like under fifty. Uh he definitely missed some opportunities and left some plays out there. So to put up twenty seven against a good defense, um, there's credit to give to a couple spots and I'll start with the offensive line. You know, the, the sacks they gave up, three, one was Rodgers taking a slide and another was a trip. You hear that, NFL refs? It was a trip. Correct. You're allowed. Yeah. To, there's a thing called replay. I don't know why we're not allowed to use it for certain situations. But two of the sacks were, you know, quote, unquote, not really sacks. So uh, to hold up like that against a very good defense, uh, super impressive considering the guys we've got starting on the offensive line. Yeah, and I actually uh, – Two points, and I'll, I'll wrap up our wide receiver talk. I I did love the fact that we didn't throw to Devontae Adams half of the throws. That we were we had targets everywhere in terms of Cobb's with six, Adams had his eleven, Jones four, Lazard three, Tunyon seven. Like I love that, and and it kind of transitions into the second half. I can't think of a game in which we had workhorse running back by committee like we've had moments in the past even with this duo uh towards the tail end of last season where they're getting yardage because there's a 60 yarder included in that you know jones has had his day but when you're talking about 30 carries averaging somewhere around 4.2 yards a game or uh, an attempt when's the last time we said hey the Packers grinded down a defense using the running game. It was it was awesome, and it, it, that balance attack. If Rodgers is a little bit more accurate, and we get MVS back in the fold, I mean, this offense really, really could be scary. It's just so exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, we had 33 rushing attempts, 33, and 36 passing attempts. That's beautiful, and we won by 10. And one of the touchdowns that the Steelers got was in junk time. I mean, like you couldn't ask for anything better. And against the Steelers defensive line, who I honestly thought we were going to have a very hard time running against. I mean, they just gave the ball to A.J. Dillon and said, lower your head and run as fast as you can. And it worked. I mean, yes, they did some some great outside plays, too, to uh, lock them in with tight ends and wide receivers. But it was a beautiful run game. It was simple. um, And they stuck to it, you know, when when they were up. Uh, going into the second half, they stuck to the run. They didn't get away from it, and they were ground down that time. It was beautifully run. Loved what Lafleur did. It's different than what we've done in the past, um, and it worked. A little more smash mouth. Exactly what we were hoping Dylan could do is come in the second half and just you know grind out games like that. When you got the lead, just run down the clock. Hey, one thing I want to call out, my sort of last comment about the offense Tanyan has not statistically produced, but he's about to go off. You can just feel it. Like Rogers They're is, setting it up. Rogers is just missing multiple times. Tanya's about to have Wait, a Wait, Rogers missing a tight end? No. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about RQB. 
but it's it's like when Rogers comment about you know I O M V S two or three passes because I messed up. He knows he's just missing Tanyan, and he's gonna set him up. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's this week or next, but look for Tanyan to have a two touchdown game real soon. I also want to say the announcers kept on talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive line and how young they were, but I, they seem to forget how young the Packers offensive line is mm. also. I'm pretty sure our average age is less than the Steelers. Amen to that. And uh, I mean, it's just, it's so fun watching this team block. Like when they want to block, they, they might be in the top. They have to be in the top 10 in terms of as a team blocking Alan Lazard is pretty much a wider receiver tight end. Like he goes on the outside and he just goes, come, come right on this side. I got you boys downfield. Like it's just, it's, it's meat and potatoes football, which you love to see. And the fact that, uh, you can put up 27 and not have much flash. I, I mean, let's do it guys. Let's get going. And, uh, our, uh, obligatory, I'm going to do this every week now. Uh, Mason Crosby, you're the man. So thank you for doing uh, everything and you Bojo. do. And Bojo. And Bojo. <laughs> God, that pump was a thing of beauty. Oh. Hey, but we need to shore up that yeah. uh, blocking on the right side on field goals. Correct. I don't know if yeah, it's Tanyan. Obviously, they're seeing it on film. <laughs> well, there's, there's two things. Tanya didn't block the inside man on the one they called offsides. Like, always just take the inside guy. So uh, Minka Fitzpatrick gets the block because he didn't know whether to go inside or outside, and he blocked nobody. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> Take the inside guy and make them run farther to get there. But they're getting there every time, so I don't think it's just Tanya not taking the inside guy once. It, it's got to be a sequence issue, right? Like, if 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 you guys have ever gone through, like, I've, I've never been to a kicking camp, but if you watch enough practice in the special team spots, they literally sit there with a stopwatch, and the snap to the hold, like the actual placement of the ball, has to be, like, tenths, less than tenths of a second fast. Mm-hmm. So the, they calculate all this, and you need to be under a certain metric where they know that guy off the corner can't get there. And my guess is that's happening too slowly right now. And it's it's probably just a factor of, you know, Bojo's the holder, and he came in three weeks ago, and we're trying to figure it out yet. But that's got to get shored up. That could have cost us a game real quick. Yeah, and even uh, we talked about it last week for uh, Crosby's game winner. It, I mean, we're talking about split seconds. It was split seconds away from that not working out either. So it's uh, special teams. I'm not completely having a heart attack or threatening my TV with a remote control heading its way. So we're at least going yeah, in the right not direction. Like last year, so, right? Yeah. yeah. So knock on wood, we're, we're, we're a solid. Hey, in <laughs> hell of a fourth quarter, Joe Barry, you called a hell of a game in the fourth quarter. You didn't play weak-ass defense. You stuck in there and kept playing the way we were the whole game. Good job. Yeah, I do appreciate it. And uh, we'll see what happens. As we mentioned, we have we get to head to Cincinnati next week. Uh, day game against the Bengals while Lions and Vikings go at it. Bears face Raiders. So, again, we got to make hay while the, the getting's good. So hopefully we can extend our lead a little bit before finally hitting NFC North play against the Bears. But until then, thanks, everybody. Go back, go.